Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks. Jared, Bob, Eric's back with us here. Uh, was it last Tuesday you were with us, too? Or was it the Sunday oh, before that? It was the Sunday. Sunday. We've had a lot of guests. I noticed the other day when I went to upload the uh, the last video from Sunday, I think we've had like four episodes in a row with a guest. It's kind of nice. Oh, Spencer was kind of like a last minute addition last uh, the on Sunday. He was like, hey, what are you, are you recording tonight? I was like, yeah. He goes, maybe I'll jump on. So <laughs> that one was at least unplanned. Um, but I'm surprised he doesn't just like randomly like sign. I figured on. he would. He strikes me as someone that would just like. Oh, they ha- everyone has the same up. link. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just that's the same true. Everyone has the invite. Yeah. I'm surprised. So I'm surprised no one's ever just like signed on. But you know <laughs> yeah. what? People probably don't know the exact recording schedule, but yeah, I think it's seven thirty on right, seven thirty on the week, seven thirty on Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, and then Sunday it kind of changes. A little to be determined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but generally, it's later. But now that I know this, I'm just gonna bop in. <laughs> hey, you got the link. <laughs> just have like a drop-in show. <laughs> that would be funny. People just like cycling through. Although, at, like at one point, we might end up with like seven people on the fucking thing, but I'm sure it would be. You can fine. kick people out though. Yeah, no, that's true. They can jump back in though. <laughs> Do you, you have to allow them in though? Don't you? I would or have no, not, to. Not with the passcode. I would have to set it. So, ah, um, no settings. I have to, I'd have to change the settings of the no room settings. cause it's a, it's an open room. So as long as you have the link, you can get in. Um, cause we had to do that. Biggest, I wonder what the biggest podcast, like people wise is ever. Oh yeah. We should break the Guinness book of world records. <laughs> cause I was scrolling back on your guys's, um, YouTube and you guys had, there was a few with like 10 people. Yeah. Yeah, that those weren't That's great awful. episodes. Um dude, one of them has like a thousand views on uh YouTube. <laughs> uh was it is it the finale? <laughs> I think it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, episode 50, where we were like, Well, this is it for us. <laughs> we're all done, we're gonna get canceled. I don't even remember. I'm sure we talked about some crazy shit, something that probably it's fucked up. <laughs> That's a funny thing. Like it's interesting, right? About like the internet and the world and shit like that, because we like our generation is like right on the edge of that. Right. Like we, we didn't grow up fully immersed in social media because like the iPhone didn't come out till we were in high school. So, and even then like the iPhone didn't get big until Like for me, I was probably still in high school. Like I was probably a senior in high school, but you guys were in college. Um, Yeah, I got my first iPhone my sophomore year, college. Yeah, I think I got my first iPhone my senior year, Um, and it came out my sophomore year. I was it was oh eight. It's funny because uh, I've had a gripe with AT and T for so long. So, (laughs) do do you remember the Sidekick? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I had like the knockoff AT&T version called the quick fire. <laughs> and it was one of those phones where you, sw- you flip it and you can have like a handheld um, keyboard, but I'm a sophomore in college. I have no money. The charger breaks. 
I go to the AT&T store um, and they're like, yeah, we just don't make the charger anymore. Oh, sick. So I'm like, so you're forcing me to get a new phone. So I basically was blackmailed into getting an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was held at gunpoint. It was Apple doing Apple shit before yeah. like it even became a thing. <laughs> Cause that's like now like they all, they, they change their charging ports or they get rid of the big thing was when they got rid of the headphone jack. Like they always do shit just to fuck with people. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. The little adapter thing you got there. Yeah. But that's too and, funny. and now Macs don't even take USBs, so you have to use like this little port. Yeah, it's a USB C. No, I just oh, I got a I got a USB C on the on this mic. <laughs> I don't, I'm not gonna unplug it because it's yeah, because you know, yeah. My um, I got a a Microsoft Surface for work, um, and that only has USB Cs. So like my company bought me, like they, they gave me the surf, obviously they purchased the surface to give to me, but they gave that to me. And then separately they bought me, um, um, a USB mouse and like just unknowingly, just because they didn't realize that surface made that change. I got the USB mouse and I talked to my boss and I'm like, Hey man, uh, I appreciate you getting me this mouse, but like, it doesn't work. He's like, what do you mean? I go, well, this is a regular USB, like little, like insert plug thing. My surface only has USB C ports. And he's like, God damn it. He goes, yeah, just go on Amazon and buy the adapters and then just expense them. <laughs> so it's like, apparently even Microsoft is, is not immune to that, that bullshit. Yeah. We use Dell's. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's work work is i actually have two laptops for work i have one for like some of our clients that we have like we have to because of what the nature of what they do like we have to keep the information for them on like their owned laptops yeah. so i have like i have my microsoft surface i have my personal laptop and then I have another Dell laptop for another client and I might end up with another laptop soon too. And it's just like, what how, restri- how restricted are you work computers? Um, can you like get on like, yeah, yeah. I can get on everything and whatnot. Like, so I was at work today looking just at like clothes and some of these websites are blocked. Oh, really? It's like retail blocked. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Huh? So my last job, um, they would do that, but it was Wi-Fi based. So if I was on my work Wi-Fi, I couldn't access certain websites. Um, But if I took my work laptop home and I was on my Wi-Fi, then I could access anything. So... I'm sure everyone, everyone's got different ways to do their shit, but that's dumb. Like they, they block like retail websites. Yeah. Some retail websites, they were like, yeah, inappropriate website. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Like, I didn't know old Navy was inappropriate, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was on like freaking, um, what the hell was it? Like Adidas and like Adidas was blocked. Cause I, if Wrong you company go- by Nike. If you go, <laughs> I would just Google like uh, sneakers or whatever and click on the first link in the shopping section. Yeah. That's blocked. But yeah. if I typed in like adidas.com, I would go to that. It was weird. 
That is weird. There's like all kinds of ways you can get around that shit. Like you can do, um, you can use a secure server. So like, instead of just typing like www.adidas.com, if you type out the whole thing and go like HTTPS colon slash slash www. Like if you type out HTTPS, cause the S makes it like a secure server or whatever, that's one way you can try and bypass the whole thing. I, I know a lot of like random shit about that. I get a lot of useless facts, useless knowledge. I'd be great on Jeopardy and that's about it. Useless everywhere else. <clears throat> is uh is Mr. Elon blocked on all these websites or can he get through? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's about to be blocked on Twitter pretty soon if he doesn't uh be watch out. He's uh Bob, do you hear do you have you heard any of this in the oh, well? I know he bought a bunch of shares, so he owned what, what was he, majority owner or enough owner to no, oh yeah, that's right. We talked that was my final thought for one of the episodes not that long ago. Um so Elon Musk bought nine percent, it was like nine point two percent of the the Twitter stock. Um, so he was the largest shareholder, he's not a majority owner but he's the largest shareholder uh, of Twitter stock. And then it came out that they were going to invite him to take a seat on the board of directors. But you fast forward a little bit. There's a lot that's happened since that episode where it was my final thought. Um, if you, you know, for, play it out over time, what we, what we learned was that kind of actually shady. So the reason the board of directors invited him to join is because when you are a board member, you are prohibited from owning more than 15% of the company. So when everyone was like, oh, Elon's going to join the board, he bought 9.2%, whatever. And then everyone was like, oh, this is great. This is awesome. Like Elon's going to do whatever. Actually, by inviting him to join the board, it was kind of like them protecting themselves, right? And covering their asses so that he couldn't buy the company. So then things go on and whatever, and he decides he's not going to join the board of directors. And then Twitter has an absolute meltdown. Like people on Twitter, like the blue check marks and the fucking liberal whoever the fucks, they all go nuts, right? The people that work at Twitter are like, I'm not working at Twitter if Elon buys the company. Cause like that was the whole thing that it they were almost protected by Elon joining the board because I mean, I don't, I'm not super familiar with like corporate structure, but like how much power does one board member actually have? Right. Like I'm more than us, more than us three dickheads sitting right here. Yeah, but like, probably a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, oh man, I think I one can give board member. A run for their money. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've seen some of this stuff that we've all that the three of us have tweeted. I think we're all pretty good at Twitter. Um, but but to be one board member, I also don't know how many members are on the board. Maybe it's like twelve. You know, so it's like cool. You're one of thirteen voices now. So either way, he said fuck it, and he was he said he wasn't joining the board. So then people started getting nervous. People started freaking out, and then. He comes out and says, I've made an offer. <laughs> I've made an offer to purchase Twitter, like the entire company, and take it private because whatever needs to be done to fix Twitter can only be done as a private company. It can't be done while it's publicly owned. So I think at this time, 
Twitter was probably the stock was trading somewhere in like the forty five dollar yeah. range yep. um, because it tanked once the I say tanked it went from like fifty six dollars to like forty five dollars after it was announced that Elon was not going to join the board. Um, so it basically went back to where it was originally before, because when he bought his shares, it jumped up to in the fifties anyway. So this, the stock's trading at around $45 a share. He offers to buy out every single stockholder for $54 and 20 cents per share, which also is funny because it's five, four twenty, like. So if you know anything about Elon Musk is he loves to fucking troll people and he does like weird <laughs> shit like this all the time. He uh, he did something. He like released some special release on his co- on one of the Tesla like updates or whatever on a 420. And like he t- he does these like cryptic things all the time. He's I mean, he's a fucking super genius. And then like people go back and like retroactively find a tweet from like seven months ago where if you look at what he said in the tweet and you like decrypt it or whatever, you're like, oh my God, this is, he, he did this seven months ago and he did this now. So whatever. So everyone thinks it's a troll, right? Cause it's four, it's $50 and four twenty. So he made the offer and then Twitter turned around and, and did this thing called a poison pill, yeah. which to spare this, the fucking mumbo jumbo, all it means is that the current board members voted to put this thing into place where if Elon does get accepted to buy the company, then the rest of the shareholders can purchase at a, at like a fraction of a cost. Right. So it's, it, it fucks, it fucks Elon trying to buy the company essentially. Um, it dilutes the, the, um, the new like kind of takeover. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're at a stalemate, right? Like now where like Elon is like, I want to buy the company. I'll pay you whatever the price is, however much more it is, whatever. And now the people at Twitter are trying to fuck it over and stop it. And all the, in the meantime, Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, right? He's, he has nothing to do with Twitter anymore. He stepped down as CEO, I think last year. Um, and he's ripping everybody in Twitter. It's amazing. He sent out a tweet that was like the board of directors is the fucking problem. That's the reason why I left. Like he, like he created this, this platform, right? Like it's Jack Dorsey is Twitter or was Twitter I guess, technically. So what the hell I've had no issues with Twitter at all. What is the whole problem? So I was reading that like Elon saying something about, he wants to kind of expose the algorithms showing you kind of the algorithm that, he wants to expose the algorithm that um, produces whatever you see on the app itself. Yeah. Um, why? I don't know. Uh, Twitter for me is the least kind of, so you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you're getting targeted ads, you're getting targeted posts. I feel like I never, ever get that on Twitter. So that's why I don't understand. Like I'm all for Elon old uh, buying it. I think that would be kind of cool and, and interesting, but, 
I've never had one issue with it. Yeah. I think part of it is um, the algorithm favors things that are supposed to piss you off. So they like track, they track all your shit, right? So they, they create a profile of you and then they essentially mm-hmm. take like the antithesis of you and like, that's what you see on Twitter. This is why I'm always sending off pissed off tweets. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and Elon wants to expose that. And I don't know this for sure, but I heard that there were rumors that he wanted to take it more of like the open source route. Yeah. So to like take it more like blockchain where like anybody can see the algorithm at any time. And which I think is funny because people talk about that shit, like just the blockchain in general. They're yeah. like, oh, it's the blockchain. Anybody yeah. can has access to go look. And I, I sit there and I'm like, I may have access, like I may have the ability to like go do it, but I don't know how to do that. You know, like, yeah, like, like what? Yeah. Yeah. Like what the fuck does that even mean? Like, oh, anybody can go on the blockchain and see like the, the list of everything that's going on. It's like, oh, well, can they? Like, I'm pretty sure you, you, yeah. you don't, you don't just go to like www.blockchain.com. <laughs> I was like, no clue how to get to the blockchain. No clue what it does. Yep. No, no idea. No idea how Whatever. it works. That's, everybody, I have, I have friends at work who are trying to, I mean, I, da- I, I dabbled like a small amount in, in uh Dogecoin, right? When it kind of, <laughs> at the very beginning of things. And there's kids at work who are like begging me to get into crypto. And I'm like, I, and they're like, yeah, but the blockchain says this is going to be really, really good in the future. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm not going to put my money in something that I have literally no idea of what it does or what it is or what it's for. Yeah. yeah. And I'd rather go buy freaking um, uh, Lucid Motors. That's my big guy right now. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, the blockchain. See ya. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I- I've had this conversation with many people. I think I-, I may I may have had it on this show with Shout out to Sean, Sean Rivers, uh, former guest of the show. Um, maybe we'll get him on soon again, too. Who knows? Um, but we, we're talking about, and I, I, I talked about this with a lot of other people, too. But my whole thing with, with um, crypto is there needs to be some sort of, like, legitimate value and, like, use of the coin, right? Like, so... Take one like uh, I'm trying to think of like some random ones out there like uh, sushi coin, sushi coin. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. Sushi coin. So if you have a million sushi coin, can you go to McDonald's and buy something in sushi coin? No, you can't. The answer is no, you can't. Um, However, can you go to a store and purchase something using Bitcoin? Yes, you can. Can you go somewhere and purchase something in Ethereum? Absolutely, you can. So there has to be like a utilitarian piece to it. Like if you're trying to sell me on SushiCoin because like, well, dude, I looked at the white paper and like the blockchain and like everything looks great. And like, it's not big now, but like, trust me, dude, seven years from now, like this thing's going to explode. Sushi coin is going to be massive. Like it's great. And I'd be like, yeah, man, I'm sure it will be. But until people actually are going to use it as currency, like I'm not putting my money into it no. because like, as if I know anything from 
running a, a failed business is that you can have the best you can have the best product you can have the best website design you can have the best back end of anything but if people don't want it and people aren't using it then it doesn't fucking matter it means nothing so like you know like you said like someone can come be like oh dude sushi coin like everything is great it's perfect like it's awesome cool man but like now now there's like 1500 different cryptocurrencies that exist so now you have essentially a one in 1500 chance of like getting a good one. And then if it's a good one, then people need to know about it too and want to use it, right? Like why would I want to use SushiCoin over Ethereum that's already exists, right? So it's like, I don't know, it's weird to me. Like people are coming up and and I do, I do have a, a chunk of money in different cryptos. Um, but it's nothing that's like, I don't like, it's nothing that I'm going to retire off of. You know what I mean? Like it's, and you know, it's like, and it's, it's a lot of money for me because I'm not rich. You know what I mean? Like, and also at the same, I say a lot of money, but it's not, it's not a lot of money. Um, like if I could afford to do Bitcoin, I would do that. But. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I bought one Ethereum uh, a while ago when it was like, now it's in like the three thousands. Yeah. Um, and I got it, you know, it was like 1800 or whatever. So like, cool. I own one Ethereum and like, yeah, I've made whatever the difference is between 18 and 3000, but like, cool, man, you made like 1200 bucks. Like that's not, <laughs> Like I said, like that's I'm not going to retire off of it. No. You know, it's just like one of those things that sits there. And because I ran it through Coinbase, they do this thing called staking. So I can stake it to turn it into Ethereum 2.0, which doesn't technically exist yet. But because I did it, I earn interest on it now. So like I try and apply old school financial principles to like the crypto world, essentially, I, I think like. Like I said, like it has to have some sort of like utilization to it, right? Like it has to be a utilit like a utilized coin. Like I'm not going to put money in sushi coin. I will put money in Ethereum. Um, I I have and do have money in uh, Chainlink, which is a smart contracts thing. I, I did. I listened to a whole episode about smart contracts, a podcast about smart contracts. So I like Chainlink. Um, I like Cardano. A lot of people. Cardano is like a, a popular one because that one, there was like four dudes that started Ethereum and then like two of them wanted to take it in one direction and two of them wanted to take another direction. So the two guys that wanted to go differently left the Ethereum and started Cardano. So that's, that's why a lot of people like it. Um, but that's one, like, I don't have a lot of money invested in that one because that's one that doesn't have any use yet. Like I can't go, I can't go purchase a car with Cardano. You know, you could theoretically go purchase a car in Bitcoin. Like you can buy a Tesla in Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Dude, my goal was to retire on Doge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a buddy that tried to do that too. I was like, it's gonna, it's gonna explode. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So the funniest thing about our buddy is uh, he bought Dogecoin like, what, like six years ago? Something yeah, like that? Long time ago. And invested like 
I don't even know, maybe like 50 bucks in it. And every time it would go up, he would like sell some of it. And like, he used it to like buy a pizza, but like he did the math out one time that if he had kept the $50 that he put into it, like six or seven years ago, when it hit its peak of like, whatever it was at, like 92 cents or something. Yeah. He would have had like four or five grand. <laughs> Hope the pizzas were worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like too the- much. I don't understand crypto. It's too much for me. Yeah. It's, I'm not smart enough. It's too much to follow. Like I can, I can barely follow the stock market. Like I don't have the, the bandwidth to borrow that from Spencer. Like I don't have the bandwidth to then also follow crypto. Yeah. Cause it's essentially an, another stock market, but I don't know. We'll see if Elon, what he, what he does with all this. I want to know. I want, I want to know what his end game is with Twitter. Yeah. I'd love to be a fly on his wall. Yeah. It's well, you want to talk about bandwidth too. Like that's another guy. Like you almost like, you're not out of line to look at Elon Musk and be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you wasting your time with Twitter? I mean, like he's, he's running Tesla. He runs SpaceX. He's got Neuralink, the company that, that could potentially be up and running in 2023. Um, They literally sending people to the, to to space, to the moon, to Mars. Yeah. He he needs Twitter. (laughs) He needs Twitter. You know what I mean? Like this is the guy that, do you know what Neuralink is? No, it's this, um, essentially it's a chip, it's a brain chip, but so the, his, his, his plan is to start by implanting it in, um, people with some sort of like disability. So whether it's, um, uh, like epilepsy or, um, like paraplegic, you know what I mean? Or like paralysis, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, some sort of like issue he's going to, or they're blind, whatever. So you implant this chip that's called Neuralink and then it cures them of paralysis or it cures them of epilepsy or like it fixes their hearing if they're deaf. Like it, it literally is implanted into your brain and does all this crazy shit. But then he, he's talked about like his future goals, like, you know, decades down the line is to make it accessible to everybody so that theoretically you could get to the point where like we can communicate without actually talking. So like That's telekinesis. Fucking mental. But like, this is the awful. guy. Yeah, this it's guy terrible. Is You've this seen is Black the guy Mirror, right? that needs Twitter. Oh yeah, I love Black Mirror. Yeah. That's Black Mirror. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I just like, I kind of pride myself and operate every day without talking to people I don't want to talk to. And it's like, <laughs> if I lose that ability, then what am I? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want someone's fucking thoughts jumping into my head. No, no it's, it's, it's bad enough that they fucking speak their thoughts to me. I don't want to hear them then. <laughs> I'd rather read them on Twitter than them jumping my fucking head. <laughs> yeah, so it's, so it's so funny that, I, so I never really notice that i see mostly things that are the antithesis antithesis of what i believe yeah um, or, or my thoughts and opinions on on anything sports or politics or anything um yeah i think i'd be a much happier person if uh 
<laughs> if Elon got control of this thing. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be swearing at fucking Twitter at 1030 at night on a Tuesday uh, with my girlfriend saying, what the fuck is the matter? <laughs> and she looks over. What's wrong with you? I'm on Twitter. These fucking people on Twitter. Jeff Howe said Nikhil Harry is good. I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, so even when I hit the little uh, hit the little magnifying glass and it says for you. <clears throat> first, all the action from the first weekend of Coachella. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. As, a, as a person that couldn't give a shit less about Coachella. With all and the also data. listens to fucking, I listen to fucking melodic death metal. That's the music I like. Yeah, you're right. Coachella nailed it. With you're all really, the you, with all the data your phone has collected on you, Twitter has used that to say, you want to know about Coachella. <laughs> my YouTube, you can go to my YouTube searches and it'll all be, I mean, if it's not golf content, if it's music related, it's all going to be melodic death metal. And if you want to call it metalcore, sure. It's all the same thing. It's all the same genre. It's all the same. Because when I when they make like, here's your unique mix. No, it's all the same. It's the so same it's not, shit. I. It's the same shit I just searched. So it's not Doja Cat? Uh, no. <laughs> Is that a person? Is that a group? I don't even know. It's a person. It's a, it's a singular person? It's one person. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> Elon's going to buy that now. Yeah. Buy the name. <laughs> yeah, COVID updates. Like, I give a fuck. Yeah, Russia don't care. I, I don't. I, again, oh, oh, Boston players aren't going to be able to play in Toronto because of unvaccinated. Set. Um, we're still doing this. Like, yeah. Oh wow! Today, uh, my for you. Today in history, 1993, Waco Branch Davidian um, raid. <laughs> let me see what. Uh, let me see what I got. On my for you hashtag the bad guys. That's an ad, but yeah. I don't even know. Like Ezra Miller, who is that? It's the Flash. I got uh, the new from. Flash. Uh, was he the Flash in Justice League? Yes, okay. but I guess he's canceled. Something happened. I don't know what happened. I think he assaulted somebody. Yeah, assault. It's assault, brother. Yeah, I got. Uh, I got the Biden administration because. You know, I love them. Uh, Here, here's a headline. Millennials <laughs> save for retirement years earlier than boomers because they have to. Or maybe because the fucking everyone's been telling us fucking to. And maybe some of us fucking listened. Yeah. God, God <laughs> forbid. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I get uh, COVID-19 updates. I think everyone probably gets that one. Jarvis Miller, Fauci, my favorite guy in the world. Sonny D is on my for you. Uh, Oof. Imagine Sonny D, a little bit of grenadine, mix that with, you know, your favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Oh, yeah, I got Sonny D now, too. Yeah. I used to love Sonny D. Yeah, same. It's it, what was it? It wasn't like real orange juice. No, 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 no. It was like fruit, like concept. I don't even, not even fruit concentrate. I think it's just like fruit drink. <laughs> <laughs> orange juice drink. Yeah, it's just 
orange drink. Well, I would say, cause it wasn't what you would find in the gallons, like in the, uh, the bargain aisle at stop and shop, like just blue. Like what, what, what is that gallon? It's just blue. Yeah. Oh, and it, and one probably spilled. So it's, uh, it's all sticky on the outside. Those, wow. those gallons were never not sticky. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember those. So if you go, if you Google, if you Google, uh, sunny delight, sunny D is an orange drink. Yep. <laughs> there it is. There we go. Sunny D was, uh, sunny D cinnamon toast crunch was my staple morning. Every morning, <laughs> not to get, not like, you know, no, yeah, no, no, he, no, he took the, he took the fucking orange drink. I want almost said juice. Yeah. yeah. And dumped it in the cinnamon toast crunch and goes, Hmm, this is good. Listen, I know all kids are morons, but no one does that. That's serial killer stuff. He'd be in fucking jail. If that's what he was doing. Trending for you would be when fucking Eric went to jail for mass murder in North Medford. <laughs> fucking. 12 years ago. <laughs> Dude, kids do do some weird shit though. Like when it comes to like, like mixing foods and like flavors and shit. Yeah. They have no shame. They're just, they're just animals like pigs. Were yeah. you a Mac and cheese and ketchup guy? Either. No, of you? no. Nope. Oh my God. I was, I did. Uh, I did dabble with the Mac and cheese and hot dogs though. Like you cut up the hot oh, dogs yeah. and put that in the Mac and cheese. Oh yeah. But I never did the ketchup. No, I, I was for, for when I was growing up, ketchup had a very specific purpose. It was burgers, fries. Fuck. What's another ke- big ketchup one? It just it literally just fucking left my mind. Oh, like chicken fingers, like like oh, chicken, yeah, fingers, chicken fingers, like whatever. Yeah. But then it's like. It's like I would eat it with all that shit, but then if you were like. Oh, do you want it on eggs? It's like, no, that's fucking gross. Why the fuck would I eat ketchup with eggs? That doesn't make any sense. And it's like, bro, you just housed probably half a bottle this week eating fucking fries and chicken fingers, and you're going to be that outraged by eggs? That, that, that cannot track. So what? So I had a friend who uh, he would put liter- ketchup on literally everything and just mounds of ketchup on a plate, steak tips, uh, fries, onion rings, mac and cheese, chicken, turkey, pork, everything, literally anything. Every we would go out and get subs. He would dip the entire sub into just a thing of ketchup. Oh. Um, yeah, but did he put maple syrup on his Italian sub? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <clears throat> what's your what What are your guys' go to condiments? Um, I am a hot sauce and a barbecue sauce. Do you have like, a brand? Um, well, I think Cholula hot sauce is probably the best. I like Cholula. Um, I use, I, I like to, I like to get like, and try different hot sauces. Like if, if I go out somewhere and I see like, there's like a random so- a hot sauce, like I found, I forget where I was. It was somewhere totally random, like a Christmas tree shop or like a TJ Maxx or something. And I oh, found TJ Maxx, you'll find some weird stuff. And I found a, a pineapple jalapeno or a pineapple habanero hot sauce this one time. And it was fucking delicious. And, and I was you've like, never That's found it again. And I've never There's found no it way again you've ever since. found it again. Zero, yeah, zero chance I've found it since. But I like I like dabbling in different hot sauces. But I would say Cholula is the staple, the go to um, and barbecue sauce. Uh, I'm a Stubbs guy. 
dude, we've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Kid, I was there. Um, you went yeah. to stuff as like distribution center? No, the no, restaurant. It's a restaurant. It's a restaurant in Austin. Oh shit. Yeah. That was OG he there? Stubbs. Was Stubbs there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They taxidermied his body. <laughs> Imagine his grave was on that first floor. <laughs> under he's buried under the His fucking candles lit for him. <laughs> Dude, I went through a phase as a kid where I was fucking everything in mayonnaise. Nope. Never, oh. never man. Mayonnaise was one of those just never fries and mayo. Oh, everything. Nothing. Not for me. Um, no, I mean, mine's easy too. It's like, I mean, I don't buy shit cause I barely fucking, I'm always eating on the fly. I probably should buy more shit. It might make most of my food more fucking tolerable, but, um, I've always liked Sriracha. Yeah. I've always liked Frank's red hot. Um, I like Dijon mustard. That actually works with a lot more things than you'd think. Yeah. And then various barbecues. It's just I'm a I'm a mood dependent barbecue sauce person. Usually like uh so I think craft, which it's nothing special, it gets the job done, but they have this teriyaki barbecue sauce. It's actually pretty good. Hmm. I just I just overutilize condiments. I use too many. <laughs> That's my biggest vice. Every as long as you don't finish. dip the same thing in more than one sauce. Uh, oh no, that's that, that's anarchy. <laughs> that's another mass murderer. Yeah, yeah, you'll be hearing about that person on the news. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it? Actually, yeah, I can. I, I watched him eat can. once. <laughs> <laughs> he did ranch into buffalo. Yeah, he is yeah. a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually be more surprised if you said he was like a CEO of a company. <laughs> no, it's not something how that works. successful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would. Uh, I, other than that, though, I'm not like a big condiment guy. Like when I was a kid, I, I love I did that gross shit. Like I loved ketchup. Like I put ketchup on everything except my mac and cheese. What about ketchup um, on pizza? That was what I never got. I did. I have done that before. <sighs> I did that when I was a kid. Um but ever since I don't know if it's because I, I put ketchup on everything when I was a kid, but like today, like I'm not a big ketchup guy. Like I don't like it. It's something about something about like the vinegar, like the bite from the vinegar. Um, I don't know just a, which is why I don't like a lot of, uh, a lot of hot sauces. Cause like a Frank's red hot that can pound sand in my book because it literally just tastes like vinegar. Yep. but like Cholula and like Sriracha, like they have like real flavor to them. It's not like you're, you know, you, you eat it and you're like, did I just dump a bottle of vinegar on my food? Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's, if it all stems from my childhood and putting ketchup on everything. What's the hot sauce from Chipotle? The one that you get like at the drink station. I don't know. Have you, do you go to Chipotle? Have you been to Chipotle? I do. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't eaten in a Chipotle. But they have a, Chip oh, it is Cholula. No, it's Tabasco. It's Tabasco. Tabasco. But Tabasco has a Chipotle ver uh, version. Okay. It's, it's so good. Huh. Cause I'll, I'll use that. If I get a bowl from Chipotle, I'll put that on my bowl versus there. I don't like theirs. Yeah. Theirs is no good to me. I don't like it. Well, we did, um, when we did our hot wing challenge, there was like a lot of 
there was a there was a lot going on that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was the bomb. Was that the was that the one that tasted like dip spit? Yep. Okay. Yep. It was. So the bomb tasted like dip spit, but some of those were really fucking good. Yeah, I still use some of them. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. I what use, we, what uh, do we have? Ten. Yeah. The and then the, we and we left three in that house down the cape. The hottest of the three. Yeah, we left in the cape. We said, "Fuck it, we'll just leave it there." We'll let some like poor son of a bitch be like, oh, so I left hot sauce. I'm going to use it yeah. and then just die. It's like, oh, your mouth's on fire. And yeah, that does taste like chewed fucking cope. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like a, I'm a complete bitch with hot sauce, dude. It's so bad. I can't <laughs> eat it. I can't eat it. I can't eat it. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, I guess, an acquired taste. But like I said, like the there's a lot of them that it's like, it has to have the good flavor, right? Like it can be spicy um, as long as it has good flavor to it. Like there was one, um, it was a, like a habanero. It was hot as fuck, but it was like a coffee based one. And I think we like, do we like that one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, okay. it, it was something like, 80,000 Scovels. Like it was, it was fucking hot, but it was delicious. So it's like one of those, like it can be really spicy, but like, it's got to taste good. Um, like there was one that was lower on the list that wasn't that spicy, but it kicked us all in the ass. It was like the third yeah, that was one, awful. That the was third one that, that we did. Awful. Like it just wasn't good. Um, so did you ever, did you watch that episode ever? I didn't. The hot wings. Yeah. That's no. I'm, that, uh, <clears throat> I'm new. I'm new. So I'm scrolling around. There's 300, <laughs> there's 400 episodes to uh, get through here. There's 400. The hot wing challenge was a fun one. We did that last like August. August. Um, that was wild. It was, it was insane. <laughs> so the hottest, the hottest wing I've had. This was about four or five years ago. I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and they, this is when they just came out with, a, I believe, the ghost pepper mm-hmm. um, or the ghost chili wings. And I said, yeah, I'll do it, whatever. So I got like a small one bite in. I'm dead. In, in the bathroom, wiping my mouth with water, asked for milk, can't do it. That was the hottest <laughs> thing I've ever had. And that's probably not even hot compared to some of the things, I mean, apparently you guys have tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, how the fuck did Adam Richmond from Man vs. Food not die? His stomach must be so trashed. Yeah, he yeah, must like have. Ulcers and shit. Like, the second the cameras stopped rolling, he must have chugged a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. Has to. And, like, pop Tums in between. Well, I'm just trying to think, like, like the, ne- the next morning, it coming back out, it's like, sometimes, like, suffering through eating it, it's like, all right, well, that kind of sucked. And then it's like the next day, it's like, oh, no, that actually, that sucks. Like that, yeah. that's yeah. not good. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hopefully it splashes back up and cools it off a little bit. <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> never that lucky. Never that lucky. That guy's got to have like these strong. So he, I mean, he would do the spicy challenges. He would do the challenges, eating the gigantic quantity meals. Yeah. Yeah, quantity ants and heat. He's not long for this world. 
No. What's that guy's cholesterol level? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have like some, I, like work with me here. Didn't he have some like crazy routine where it's like he would do one of those big quality or quantity challenges and then he would immediately go like walk whatever like walk for 45 minutes or hit the elliptical for 45 minutes just to like keep it moving burn it off like whatever i think he used i think that like used to be part of his routine could have been i mean he wasn't going to counteract what he ate i mean no the guy would eat like six days worth of food in 20 minutes like yeah i mean he was fat for sure yes yeah yeah it's almost like what would he be if he didn't do those things? <laughs> Fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger over here. Yeah, or I I wonder too sometimes like guys like that like what do you like? Does that ruin food for you? Like ruin. if you're like if if you're if you're out of Richmond doing man versus food or doing all kinds of challenges and all kinds of stuff like because you would imagine when you film the show. You might in real in real life in your world, you might do one like once a week, maybe you do one of those challenges. Like you're not yeah. doing those challenges every single day. So say you do it once a week, maybe no, twice, it, maybe it twice even, a week. It would probably be well. So he was a competitive eater, so he was probably doing stuff to train, but like what what was a what was a season? 12 episodes? Yeah, not, so not he, probably not much. So we only had to do something ridiculous like that probably 12 times a year. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. found I found what he did to maintain his health while taping. Um, he would exercise twice a day. When the schedule permitted, he would not eat the day before a challenge. He also tried to stay hydrated by drinking a lot of water or club soda, and didn't drink coffee or soda like soft drinks. Should have had a fucking IV. You save yourself the trouble. Yeah. I know. <laughs> huh. Yeah, because I was gonna say That's- I was gonna say that like when you do one of those. Like, say you eat like a, I don't even know, like a five pound burger that's got like all the shit on it. Like, how long do you think it would take you to be hungry? <laughs> like two days? At least. Look, I mean, think of Thanksgiving. When are you hungry again? Maybe the next day and later that night, maybe? Yeah. This guy eats eight times as much as you eat on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like there's no way he gets hungry for the ne- like at all the next day. Like he's got to be like, able how to do you go even, how 24, do you even look 48 at, hours. How do you look at any food and go, yep, nope, I want that. That yeah. would successfully ruin food for me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's got to ruin like, right? Like how do you just enjoy eating like a little bit of food? I don't know. That's, that's strange. That's such a funny question. What what? What do you think porn stars think about uh, sex? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is work. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just work. <laughs> yeah, like do, you, like, do you think they, like, even have, like how, like, how do they sit there and even have sex leisurely and be like, well, normally I get paid for this. I know. Yeah, what's, like, the, the, what's the transaction like it, here? It's got to miss the mark. Like, almost, like, like right? Like, how, how do you even, like... I would imagine. scratch that itch. Like, I don't even know how you do it. I think Fuck a lot of people stuff. in the, in the industry are like married to each other. Like, I don't think Oof. there's a lot of, uh, like outsiders married to porn stars. Like, I don't think that's a, that's a healthy way to live. No, 
I can't imagine there's any uh, any any way shape any <laughs> way that that works. It can't. Yeah. Yeah. Not anyone who's active. Like, right. all right, honey, I'm going. I have a bukkake scene tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'll, be sure, I'll, I'll be sure to shower before I get into bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a we got a nice spit row scene today. <laughs> Great. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be real fucking weird. Apparently, um, so I think Lisa Ann is retired, but she has her own like fantasy sports. Football. Yeah. Fantasy football thing. Apparently she's pretty good. She, I think she's involved somehow with the drinking bros podcast and their network because they talk about her all the time. Like they're trying to, I, Oh, I think they're trying to get her on their network. That's what it is. Um, but still it's like, I don't know, dude, that's just weird. Like there's, I don't know. Like I, like I said, I think most of the people that are in relationships are in relationships with other people in the industry. Because so imagine, I don't, I don't imagine being in a relationship. So imagine being a guy or a girl in a relationship with a guy or a girl in the industry. That person who isn't in the industry has to be the most strongest willed, most confident person of all time. Yeah. Like how the, f- I don't I- even see how it's possible. Huh. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's no way, right? No. Like, especially like as a dude, like if your if your girlfriend or wife or whoever was a porn star, like how would it not cross your mind the entire time being like, oh, this is weird? You're like as you know that person is better than you. Yeah, or even like I don't, I don't even know. Dude, like, that's just so weird. It's so weird. It's a fascinating industry. Or to be, to, to be like, is she faking this right now? Is, is this like, is she working? Is this you know a what I mean? Yeah. 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 I think we need Spencer. Sub yes. Spencer. Yes. Spencer, Spencer needs to get an active porn star yeah. on his show. Preferably one. That is in a relationship with or without someone in the industry. Yeah. Spencer, if you're listening right now, uh, your task is to do that. Oh my God. He has to start start DMing porn stars. Oh my God. I'm sure his wife would love that. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's going to go well. (laughs) Yeah, honey. It's just for the show. It's just for the the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This would be a perfect time for him to log into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that he just pops in. Yeah. Oh, guys, my ears were ringing. I decided to come on. It's like, well, it's going to be the highest divorce rate. Oh, yeah. Profession. I would, yeah, I would, I would imagine, right? Like that and professional athlete, celebrity, like there's got to be, that's got to have the highest divorce rate. That's interesting. I wonder what I want. There's got, there's got to be a way to find that like on the, on the internet of like what the divorce rate is of like certain professions. But I would imagine uh, celebrity and professional athlete would be up there also. All right. You want to guess? You have it? I have it. 
Um, I don't think they're going to put porn industry because it's probably maybe too taboo to make a list with that. Yeah. On like, I guess maybe I'm on a business insider page. So it's the profession that has the highest divorce rate. Yeah. And I think broad too, not just like engineer medical think like all encompassing vices too. Um, and then I'll give you the top like five. I don't know what it's got to be up there. Like, uh, like corporate executive, I would imagine is probably up there. So number one is gaming managers. Gaming casino managers have the highest rate of divorce. Huh. Followed by bartenders and flight attendants. Flight attendants. <laughs> well, I guess flight attendants, that's tough work. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, see you in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going on a cross country flight. I'll see you in fucking 17 hours. Back in the day, switchboard operators, big divorce rate. Really? <laughs> interesting that's weird i'm surprised the corporate executive isn't up there i see no they're not even top 15 here wow yeah does it give you the percentage just yeah so them? number one gaming managers jobs with the highest divorce rate gaming managers 52.9 percent of relationships and a divorce. So that's not far off the national average then. No, which is fucking crazy, dude. Because the national average, I think, is 50%. That's so crazy. It's, it's kind of sad. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's wild, right? Like, you literally, like, you flip a coin, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they tracked porn stars, it would be fucking 70%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God it's too taboo. but so i got a i got one other thing too before we before we wrap things up here um i saw this today on twitter um and i sent it bob i sent it to you and jones um the the new match it's like the so if uh if anybody follows like golf or sports or anything out there you know like the thing called the match it started out with uh tiger and phil back in the day uh well back in the day well like three years ago maybe um and it's had a lot of different iterations like over the last three years um the most recent one was what brady and bryson against Rogers and wasn't it Kapka? But he no. did he play? Oh, Phil. It was Phil. Last Wait, year. didn't Kepka play one? Yeah. I thought he, he was did. hurt. He did. Or was Bryson no, hurt? Kepka played against Bryson and he fucking railed him. Yeah, he did. What he was did. that? Was it just those two versus each other? I think it was. Yeah. That was in okay. uh, but it was a they were only playing 13 holes or something. And and Kepka yeah, beat him 12 holes. He yeah, Kepka beat, beat him in like eight. <laughs> yeah. Um so okay, and then the one before last that was probably around Thanksgiving, and then the summer last summer was I think it was Bryson and Aaron Rodgers against Phil and Brady. Yes, okay. Because then before that, it was um, Phil and Brady against Tiger and Peyton Manning. Yeah, that was only the 
second one the second one maybe oh because it was also one with like charles barkley and steph curry and oh yeah that's right that's Peyton right manning again yeah so whatever I, this might be like the sixth one like the fifth or sixth mm-hmm. one but now this is the first time that there's no professional golfers playing so this new match is tom brady and aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. So I sent this to, to Bob and Jones and I go, I hope they're ready to have seven people watch this thing because who the fuck cares about four NFL quarterbacks playing golf? Like, I don't care about, I will not watch. I, I haven't watched any of them since probably the first or second one anyway. Uh, well, no, I watched, I guess it was the second one because I watched the the Brady Manning one with Tiger and Phil, but that's probably the last one that I've watched. And I don't care. I don't give a shit about watching, like I said, four quarterbacks play. Who's the best one in the group? Aaron Rodgers probably. And he's like a three handicap. Yeah. I saw something with the handicaps and it was him. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what they play to. I think Brady's like an eight. Brady might be an eight. I don't know, dude. They're all going to be like mid single digits and Aaron Rodgers at a three will be the highest. Like that's probably what we're talking about. It's also Wednesday at 630. Yeah, well, that's what they, 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 they've been doing yeah. that too. It's like goofy times, goofy days, whatever. When's it supposed to be? Soon? First, Wednesday at 6.30. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. No. Yeah. Do you see what Bleacher Report, you see what Bleacher Report headlined it as? No. No. The Goats versus the Future Goats. Oh, but God. they're playing golf. Also, there's only one greatest of all time. There's not four <laughs> greatest of all times. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're not the Goats at golf, like you said. And Aaron Rodgers although very talented, is not a goat. Peyton Manning is more of a goat than Aaron Rodgers. I could make... Be careful. Two phone calls (laughs) and arrange a more skilled golf match than this. You? I could, well... I, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So I have the same. I So I, on handicap, I'm up there with Aaron Rodgers. So that's why I said if I made two phone calls, I could find four golfers. I, You know what? I could do one phone call and I could get four golfers that are all all of their handicaps begin with a zero or a one. And I could get them in a match. And then. It would take a couple more phone calls, but I could then get four golfers all with a plus in front of their handicap. Now, no one would want to watch any of these things because all of those people are not as good as professional golfers. So clearly we don't even want to see professional golfers. We want to see fucking football players play golf. I I don't, I I just don't care. I don't want to see a football player play golf. Like I almost wonder. Why not is only, there no pro golfers in this one? That's what I mean. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, why? 
would I want to watch football players play golf? Yeah. I'd rather them play football. Like yeah. go- uh, golf has been doing an excellent job, like grabbing younger people, like promoting their sport, like Twitter, social media, all that. Golf has been doing a really, really good job at that. So it's it's kind of surprising that there isn't a one of their guys in this or two of their guys in this. It's just four four fucking football players. I think who must owns be who owns the match? Like who? Like what company like owns the rights to the to that thing? Do you know? Oh no, Capital One sponsors it. Yeah, it's got to be them, Bleacher, or uh, like. Wait, is it TNT? Yeah, Turner. Like, because it's usually Turner. on TNT, TBS, and they probably own Bleacher Report as well. So probably Turner. Yeah. And it's like, so what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, it's not the PGA. Like, if the PGA no. owned it, like, none of that shit wouldn't that shit wouldn't be happening, dude. If the PGA owned it. There wouldn't be anything like this happening because the PGA sucks. Right. Or the PGA Tour sucks. PGA, yeah, so it's turn to, PGA turn sports. Yeah, okay. So <clears throat> I'm just like thinking <clears throat> if you want to make this into like, ooh, old, old guard versus new guard, well, the old guard don't care. We all know Tom Brady's the best. Right. And Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes have a long way to go before yeah. <laughs> they can even like enter the same room. I'll tell you this. I fear for uh, Mahomes. Like going into this season? Just the future coming up. They oh, already lost Hill. They're going to need to pay Kelsey. Oh, it's gross. You know? Yeah, I'm worried about – that's what happens when you give a guy $800,000 million yeah. of, a, of a contract. Yeah, you're paying your quarterback fifty million dollars a year yeah. out of a two hundred change million dollar cap. Yeah, yeah, a quarter of it gets committed to one guy. Sick, sick dude. Yeah, hey, have fun building your roster. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but so like you would think it's almost like the like with some like the LeBron stuff and like the Curry stuff. And it's like, they're not better than Michael Jordan. So it's like the kids, like this is like the young kid approach, but the young kids aren't watching fucking golf. Right. Right. So who, who is this supposed to appeal to? Cause golfers haven't even liked it when professionals are in it. All they do is piss and moan because that's because you can't put any type of golf content out there without people pissing and moaning outside of what I've seen from some of the smaller, I mean, small media companies, that's what we'll call them. But like the no laying up videos are probably some of the best golf content out there. And four plays aren't bad either, but like they're stuck in a weird place. Cause it's like, it's supposed to be broy and cool, but they try to be serious, but they're not good enough to be serious. And it's like not broy and cool. And I don't know. It's weird. It's there in a weird middle ground with what they do. So you know, they're, trying, they're trying super hard to be serious now. Yeah, but in this, like, this is the problem: is that it, it's a it's a we it's a very very strange spot because if you take like what are serious golfers, well, no laying up is doing that, and they're gonna be better at it because they've been doing it for longer, and they are serious, and they're actually good, like. If we take how good of a player all of the no laying up roster is, yeah, 
there's five of them. And I think three of them are all better than Lurch. And then Riggs is kind of like in the middle. Like if we, so if it's nine total people, the top three all go to no laying up. Lurch is probably fourth. Then it's probably DJ Pie from no laying up again. Riggs, probably Big Randy from no laying up. Then it's Frankie and then Trent's way down there. <laughs> now Trent's, Trent's little series was awesome. That was really, really well done last year. So if they do a breaking 90 series, that'll probably be very well done. And from a content perspective, that's phenomenal. But then they get stuck because it's like, if you want like, like they're never going to do golf, like architecture stuff. Cause no, that, dude, that, like, that's like the fried egg. Like you're not beating, like you're just not going to beat that. And that's a very, very niche thing. Yeah. So then it's like, if you try to be serious, well, you're not that serious, but you have the bar stool brand. So if you, if you want to make golf like fun, you got to find, you got to like cater to that crowd. And it's like, I think they've been trying to the PGA. Ah. Uh, it's a mess. The PGA is a mess and the, the whole thing, like, especially what's, what's going on with like this, the Saudi golf league shit. It's just crazy. Cause the PGA tour this whole time has just been so resistant to change and new and listening to people. And it's like, Oh, you must do what we say. And it's like, Oh, okay, cool. So we're employees, right? Oh no, 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 no. You guys are independent. You're not employees of our, like it's, it's always been like that back and forth. Um, so they're 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 in a little bit of a weird spot like the PGA tour and then it's like you know if you want to make content more accessible to people then they pull this shit and it's like oh we got the match and it's like yeah. quarterbacks it's like oh yeah cool like i would have to give brady what i would have to give him five fucking strokes if we played it's like <laughs> dude i'm si- i'm sitting in a basement right now like <laughs> it's insane like it's just insane yeah. to me yeah. Who, who's worse off, baseball or golf right now? Uh, I would actually – I might lean towards baseball because I watch golf. So, like, I know what's going on. Like, yeah, I can name whoever. And the fact that, like, Robert Garrigus just decided, like, he's going to be the first guy that's going to try to go to the Saudi League. And I could tell you something about Robert Garrigus is kind of fucking fucked up. <laughs> but I think with golf still having the majors, still having Tiger, you know, Bryson is an interesting kind of person. I couldn't tell you who the superstars are in the MLB. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing, you know. And like I'm a I'm a I'm very casual baseball. Like I really yeah. am. I couldn't like what what do we have Trout and Tatis? Yeah, Pretty like much. if you if you asked me, I would have still said I would have said Bryce Harper, who once I thought about it, like he's old now. Not old. Has but, he done know, anything since he signed that contract? Probably not. But like I would have gone Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, and um Vlad Guerrero Jr. Like those are the only three guys that I know in baseball. Yeah, and I I heard guys putting out futures for MVP, and it's like, I think one guy was going Luis Robert, Elhoy Jimenez. I'm like, I have no idea who either of them are. Yeah, no idea who they are. 
they were talking Cy Young odds. I go, oh, Tani's another one. But like, it's like oh, Cy yeah. Young odds. I'm like, I, I I couldn't even tell you what Jake DeGrom looks like. And that guy has been nails for like fucking six years. So the, the yeah. problem, you, you just kind of stated the problem right there. You just said, oh, yeah, Otani. That should be the, f- the guy who comes to your mind instantly for yeah. baseball. Yeah. Like, yeah. they should be fucking promoting and pumping that guy everywhere. And the fact that it took five minutes of rambling through. Yeah. Yeah. I believe, did, did Elhoy, was Elhoy Jimenez brought up before Shohei Otani? <laughs> Luis Robert and Elhoy Jimenez was brought up. Two, two um, middling uh, White Sox. Oh, right. that's why Sammy P went with them. He's fucking, he's a White Sox fan. Yeah, that's true. Shohei Otani should be, he should be everywhere. Yeah. He's fucking, he fucking rips the ball. And did he win the Cy Young last year? Or did he just win MVP? MVP, MVP. Okay. Yeah. So he, he legitimately could have won both. Oh, yeah. Can't give him the Cy Young. Babe Ruth never won Babe Ruth both didn't both get in the it. same year. <laughs> you can't, you can't let him win both in the same year. Babe Ruth didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, so that's the other thing about baseball. So like it's run by the wrong golf is certainly pretentious and stuck up and fucking whatever, but baseball is unbearable, unbearable. And you want to talk about resistant to change. Baseball is so resistant to change. The things that they are willing to change on are the things that ruin the game and that take it away from something that what it is like they want to put in a pitch clock. So like the, the problem in baseball is that the games are too long, right? So what's their solution? Oh, let's institute a pitch clock. Let's give every guy 20 seconds to throw the ball. Dude, that's not the solution to that fucking problem. Like putting a clock behind home plate is not like that's it's just stupid right like you send out something i don't i'm not i don't know i'm not a i'm not a baseball guy like i, I just bet on it <laughs> but i don't know like the ins and outs like i'm not going to sit here and try and be like oh this is the solution to fix the game and it's like but I, I damn well know that the solution isn't to put a fucking ticking clock behind home plate because that's weird right like that's not baseball that's it's weird, right? Like, like that's basketball. Like basketball has a shot clock. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I don't know what the solution is, but I know that that's not it. And it's like weird things in baseball that like, I don't know, like you, you're not allowed to, to drop your bat after you hit a home run. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like someone just hit a home run. Like let them fucking do a cartwheel down the first baseline if they want. Like, fuck off. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of weird shit in baseball. It's just dumb. Yeah, ba- ba- baseball and then the writers of baseball, the BBWA. Oh, my God. Oh my they're, God. They're they are awful. the worst group of human beings in the entire world. Actually, they should all volunteer for SpaceX to be the first person, first people flown to Mars. Get them the fuck off this planet. Send them to Mars. Fucking BBWA. You want to talk about Elon's uh, Twitter algorithm? I'm just buried by BBWA tweets. They're the they're the fucking worst. Yeah, the fact that like like it even goes back to like my 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 biggest thing like Ken Griffey not being a unanimous Hall of Famer, and then like guys coming out and be like, well, no one's been unanimous before. Yeah, that's so inferior. And it's like, oh, Babe Ruth wasn't unanimous. It's like, yeah. And then Mariano Rivera was like, 
How the fuck is that the same? Right, right. Of all people, Mariano Rivera is the first that, that, unanimous Hall of Famer. That's who they chose to fucking Blow flip me. their script with. Yeah. yeah, like Jeter has his own faults and probably not the best shortstop, but even he wasn't. Uh, yeah, unanimous. But there's like literally Trout, people out there. Be there's there's literally people out there that are like, oh, I won't vote for this guy because it's the, his first year on the ballot. I fucking hate that. And it's like. What? Yeah, that's and then the you dumbest have, fucking thing ever. The reason why, and another big reason too, why I hate baseball, uh, the especially the Hall of Fame. Then you have guys like, I mean, I guess I'm sorry to Craig Biggio, but guys like Craig Biggio who make the Hall of Fame Harold after being Baines. ballot. Yeah, what does he get better in 15 years of not playing? Yeah, like uh, his stats don't get any better. Right. Right. You know, there might be people that you like less on the ballot or that you have a problem with. So okay, I'm let me vote for. Uh, Craig Biggio, yeah, yeah, who has yeah. 3,000 hits because he played 30 years, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> he played until he was 46 years old. Like, yeah, obviously, he has 3,000 hits. I cannot wait till Bonds and Clemens get in through the Veterans Committee. I hope so. I hope they do. They have to, do. yeah, it's kind I mean, of they have to, right? Well, Bonds, otherwise, what Bonds are we doing more here? than Clemens? Like, I but personally, I think they both should be it. But I think you could at least make an argument. I would call you an asshole, but I think you could at least make an argument to not put Clemens in. No one can make an argument to not put Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. And if someone I don't tried think there's to, a legitimate reason why Roger Clemens wouldn't be in. No, oh, I, I, and I agree. I agree with that statement. But I'm just trying to think from like, I'm trying to take thirteen the years with the Red Sox. I think he did his. I think he did his. His steroids, like late Yankees, Astros. If you look, if you look at his career with the Red Sox, it was thirteen years. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the thing bonds. is he 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 started pitching in '86. So by the time we knew him, like he had already had a very very good career to that point. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and, and same with Bonds. I don't know what year he started, but he was a Hall of Famer in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, so, we've said that before on this show, right? Like I've, I've, I've literally like had this conversation with people before and I go, how many people or how many base professional baseball players got up to bat with the bases loaded and then got intentionally walked? The team will intentionally walk in a run rather than throw to pitch to Barry Bonds. I don't know, dude, did, it ha- did it happen to Babe Ruth? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, literally nobody. In the MLB, not Mike Trout, not Bryce Harper, not A-Rod, like none of these guys. And like maybe a half dozen times it might have happened to them in their career. It was a frequent. This is very frequent with Barry Bonds. It was literally like there was there was a year. I forget what year it was. I have to look it up. But I think there was a year where he had more walks than hits. And he had and he had like 180 hits. (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> so Barry Bonds baseball reference page I frequent it it's hysterical <laughs> it's so funny yeah there's a few years where he had a lot more walks than hits yeah like that's wild and like does he get credit that that would be really funny to not I mean he's the greatest baseball player it's an ever, RBI right I was gonna say does he get credit for an RBI if he gets intentionally walked with the bases loaded 
Yep. <laughs> he drove it in. Yeah. And the biggest thing with Bonds, too, for me, did he probably do something? Maybe, sure. But if you look at his, his stats, it's so consistent, except that one year with 73 home runs. It's so consistent. Yeah. Not one year over 50. Right. Right. Yeah, you know? I'm looking at his stats right now, actually. He uh, – quite a few times, actually. He – so in – Let's see. It, oh no, that's less. So I was going to say in uh, 1996, he had 159 hits, 151 walks. <laughs> that was before it even got like out of hand. In like, 97, he had 155 hits, 145 walks. Here's his first, the first season he had more walks than hits was 2001. He had 156 hits. 177 walks. That was the year he hit 73 home runs. So the following year, in 2002, he had 149 hits and he had 198 walks. So then this is one, two, three, four years, five, six years in a row, starting with the season he hit 73 home runs for the rest of his career. He had more walks than hits. So then, you know, I'll just run through real quick. 133 hits, 148 walks. This one's great. 135 hits, 232 walks. In 2004, he had 100 more walks than hits. And he's still getting 132 hits. You know what I mean? It's not like he's hitting, he only got like 75 hits. And he hit 362. Yeah, he batted 362 that year. With 135 hits and 232 walks. That is fucking wild. Yep. Not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, oh, no. and Harold, the, Harold Baines is more deserving. And you know what the best part about this yeah. is? Of his 232 walks in 2004, do you know how many of them were intentional? 120. <laughs> <laughs> he was intentionally walked 120 times. I bet you. If you just count the intentional walks, he probably still was in the top 10 in the league in walks that year. <laughs> Seven MVPs. Yeah. Yeah, not a Hall of Famer. It's three MVPs before 93. Yeah. That's Hall of Fame alone. One MVP, really? Craig Biggio never won a fucking MVP. <laughs> yeah, but he had 3,000 hits, though. <laughs> yeah. How many hits does Bonds have? 2,935. Yeah. Well, he got walked fucking yeah. <laughs> 2,558 <laughs> times. That is insane. That's just, that's a wild stat. So if you think about it, if you, t- all right, say you take away, I don't know, half the intentionals and let's say a quarter of the regular walks. That's probably like another five to thousand, five hundred to a thousand hits. So he could have been up upwards of almost 35, 4,000 hits. Yeah. That's that's insane. Just Get Pete Rose in there too. While we're on it. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a stupid one too. Yeah, honestly, at this point, Pete Rose should probably be in. Yeah. So 
What do I know though? No, nope. just we're not. We, we don't. <laughs> we're, not, we're not members of the BBWAA. Yeah, well, thankfully, I'd have to fucking I don't know, kill myself or something. <laughs> hey, Dan Shaughnessy is a baseball Hall of Famer, but Barry Bonds isn't. Yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> that says everything you need to know about the fucking baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, I think it's time to wrap things up here. So <clears throat> if we, uh, go around the horn, keeping, keeping this baseball theme going here, um, hopefully we don't get sued by ESPN. Not that they own that reference, but, uh, Eric, would you like to go first? Do you have a final thought? Yeah. So, uh, my girlfriend had some family friends up, um, from Atlanta. One of them ran the marathon. And they finished it in like, I don't know, three and a half hours or some, something like that. But quicker than me this year. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Actually quicker than my whole life. So, so the, the thing I, I wanted to say is I can't think of anything that I'm more confident that I couldn't do than that. There's, there's no way ever. I, yeah. I'm not sure if there's anything harder physically to do. Maybe, I mean, obviously like an Ironman and all that stuff, but like one right. singular event. And that what, like normal people do. Yeah. Right. Like let's, let's not pretend this is like, you know, well, I definitely couldn't throw the hammer toss with the, the fucking Highland gaze again. Oh shit. I'm fucking five, eight, 165 pounds. That doesn't work. Yeah. I couldn't do the airplane pull on the world's strongest man. It's like, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. No shit. Like you said, but yeah, like, no, like eight. with, <laughs> with the right attitude and enough work ethic, you could do it. Yeah. And I know I wouldn't cause there is nothing meaningful enough for me to motivate myself and determine myself to run 26.2 miles. Dude, I would just stop. Nope. nope I'm good with one mile. Like that's a lot. Like that's a stretch. Like running one mile is a stretch. So I ran an 8K over the winter. That's about the that? max. That's like five miles. Okay. It yeah. It's about four miles too much. Uh, yeah, you're not, you're <laughs> not wrong. You're not wrong. But yeah, I guess I just want to applaud the people who can do it. You're better people than me. And that's something I'll never, ever be able to do. Yep. Credit to yeah. them. Just uh, don't wear your windbreaker and don't wear your medal. Uh, the yeah. statute <laughs> on the medal is, is over. You can no longer wear it. It's It's been 24 hours since the race is over. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you don't have to wear the windbreaker everywhere. <laughs> you, you can leave it at home sometimes it's okay yeah that's always funny you see the people out like wearing the fucking jacket and it's like all right oh I dude you run the marathon what do you think they're gonna say of course they're gonna say yes that's why they're wearing the stupid windbreaker yeah. i don't have a windbreaker because i didn't run the marathon very easy yeah <laughs> yeah no i agree i the, that's got to be one of the one things where like if someone was like, oh, do you think you could ever do that? I'd be like, no, no. nope, nope, pretty sure could, I can't. Could not. Yeah. And not only can't, just don't want to. That's what I mean is like, I, like I look at it and a lot of people will, they'll find a, a reason to fundraise and whatever. I'm like, I would just, I would work so hard to develop a different fundraiser. Yeah. To one that would probably end up working out better actually. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm going to run this marathon. Do you want to like donate money to me? And it's like, 
or do you want to do this boss ass thing and you know it costs some money and i'm gonna fucking donate it all you go yeah no that actually sounds like fun let's do that i got one for you would you rather run the marathon or do the pan mass challenge what's the pan mass is that the bike down from you ride the bike from fucking lee all the way to the cape i'd love to do that how many miles i don't know however however many miles massachusetts is (laughs) oh fuck so that's like a three hour driving a motor vehicle and now i gotta do it on a bike yeah, it takes a couple of days, but you like camp and sleep and do all that shit along the way. I'd rather run the marathon one day. 211 miles on the bike. I would much rather ride the bike. Oh, yeah. I, I just want the one shot. I don't want to camp. I don't want to. If I'm going to fucking hate my life, I'd rather hate my life for. I don't even know how long it would take me six hours. I would just walk it. <laughs> I, I mean, wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make the cutoff. What's is there they'd a be DNF? like wrapping? They'd be wrapping shit up, and I'd be like in. Fucking, I, I, I get hit by a car when they open traffic yeah, back up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be in Brookline at, by like fucking six a.m. the next day. <laughs> Channel four the next morning opens up with traffic. Yeah, there's a guy on the on the marathon route still running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I give me the pan mass challenge. I just and, I just want the the one day. That's 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 my main appeal. Yeah. It's the one day if it takes me six hours, cool. It sucks. Whatever. All right. You got a final thought? I do. Um I would just like to state that if anyone ever tells you that they are a low handicap golfer coming from Ferncroft Country Club, which I believe is in Middleton, <laughs> I would like to tell you that that person is a fucking good golfer. Holy shit, was this place the tightest driving course I have ever seen in my life. Hmm. This place was so fucking hard. I like I'm still like in shock as to how difficult it truly was. And where, where is Ferncroft? I think it's in Middleton. Okay. Um, I don't think it's in Topsfield. It's like Middleton, Topsfield, Danvers is like yeah. like whatever it's right up there. Um, right off of Route One somewhere. Ferncroft Road, Route One. Um holy shit. You want to talk about like tight driving holes. I not, never, never, ever, ever seen anything like it for all 18 holes. Like mm-hmm. Norton, ha- the, the, the four, first four holes at Norton is hell. And then there's a par five fall with a really difficult par four on the back. And those two holes are hell, but that's only six out of 18. This place did not fucking let up one fucking bit. And we got it soft. So like the greens actually like held and whatever. If they actually let this place dry out and dial it up, my fucking God, this place is so fucking difficult. Now, that being said, I would like to put that out there. And the winning score was 78, six over par. Three guys broke 80. Wow. A normal winning score is usually a lot closer to like minus two to four over that's usually a winning score and even four stuff. This was six and only three guys broke 80. I've shot 79 in these things before and not even been close to the top. So I'd shoot 140. 
<laughs> Someone shot a one. Oh, fuck. What was the highest number? 128, 123. Someone put up a big number, but that would have been a high handicapper. I hung a nice, cool 96. Wow. I haven't, under 100. <laughs> I haven't shot a number that high, I think, since establishing a handicap. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever entered a number that high. And the main issue was I was missing balls right in every single hole had a hazard right. Every single hole. So I had seven straight up penalty shots. And then all of the penalties that now were within that. Never mind, we had like 30 mile an hour wins. So it was really fucking hard out there. Now I was struggling off the tee and I didn't do anything to help myself out. But it's like I just like stood on a tee and I looked out there and I go, I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> there's like I just I go, I got nothing. I have nothing to do. And there's nothing. It is not in my control. Like my golf ball is not in my control today. It's in someone else. I don't know who's, but it's in someone else's. And holy shit, between the wind and just the straight layout of the course with a struggling golfer, fuck me. If someone if, if someone ever told me they was like, oh, yeah, I'm like a two coming from Ferncroft, I'm probably going to ask the dude for fucking five strokes. Yeah. Like, dude, that is not the same. Like, yeah. a two yeah. up there, like, fuck. But it was kind of a cool layout, despite how tight it was. Um, there was only one. There was only one hole where like condos were like almost on the property, and some dude hit a shank and fucking just like wrapped it through this fucking condo. And you just heard like it's like. At first, I thought it was a golf ball hitting something, and then I thought it was a dude hammering fucking something else. And it's like, nope, that was the ball fucking coming down the stairs. <laughs> um, so there was some OB because there are houses up there, but it's just like a lot of hazards just like in the course. And it's like, you know, shotgun start. I started on five on the second hole. Ball goes wet. I drop one. I go, I have two balls left. I go, I might DQ because you're on balls or DQ. Yeah. I had to hit 170 yards with 20, 25 mile an hour wind at me. If I go long, I'm dead. If I go short, I'm wet. <laughs> and like, I just flew it over the little rock wall, still like 30 yards from the pin. And I'm like, dude, if that ball went wet, which was very possible. And I drop another one. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then I don't, but I guess then I don't shoot 96. I DQ right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I'm like, I was like, man, that was just like fucking hard. And like, even there's a guy I play with, he's a zero <clears throat> or a one or whatever in between. He literally went home for three hours to like figure out how PGA tour players cope with putting up high numbers. I'm like, fuck me. I'm like, I just like, I know I struggled and like, didn't do anything to help myself, but I'm like, I don't feel that bad about it right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And Steve, the fucking gambler was telling, like, he was like, guys are like really questioning their existence after playing. <laughs> He's like, I think that's the hardest round of golf I ever had to play. Like yeah. in my life, like there was one hole it was the, the very first hole. I hit a hook into the water. So obviously I'm far back. I have two sixty pin. I hit hybrid hybrids, like a two fifteen club for me. 
I hit it into the wind from 260 and I had 94 yards to the pin. I hit it fucking good too. Wow. There was another hole. It was like 210 pin. I hit four iron, which has a chance of getting there, but I was thinking it was going to be short, 90 yards short. Wow. Wow. I'm like, this is fucking nuts right now. Yeah. But what would Brady shoot? <laughs> well, I mean, he's basically a pro now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Ferncroft. Um, stay away from Ferncroft. Got it. Yeah. I'm never going to go there. Yeah. If, go so there. it's, again, it's a nice, it's, it's a private, but you got to really weigh your options if someone invites you there. <laughs> oh, man. I think I'm, I think I'm going to hang at the bar. Yeah, okay. it's like, or you, or you know, you move up, and then it's not so demanding off the tee because you could just like, like if we weren't playing from like the men's tees, like the one ups, whites would have been, you know, a little more manageable. I wouldn't have had to hit driver, like because I was struggling with driver. I could have punched like punch four iron and then hit a six iron. Like I could have played that way, yeah, but from yeah. where we were playing from, I had to hit driver, which was going right. And there was nothing I could do about it. And the more left I tried to hit it, the more curve I put on the ball. It was a fucking <laughs> disaster. Oh, God. Well, uh, yeah, like you said, I'll stay away from Ferncroft. Um, a good news, though, uh, to counter your, I don't know, I guess that's bad. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm playing Plymouth on the ninth. I'll be good. I got uh, good news is no more mass anywhere. Finally. Except for Philadelphia, which Philadelphia can get fucked, in my opinion. Um, it's a fake city. It sucks. Philly's not that great. Um, the Was it Florida? There was a judge in Florida. A federal judge from Florida. Yeah. Ruled that you can't mandate masks on planes anymore or whatever. I think and, it was all uh, public transit. Yeah, all public transit. And then TSA was like, all right, cool. We're just not going to do this anymore. And then everyone was fucking subsequently losing their shit right on Twitter. This has been a very Twitter heavy episode, uh, but everyone on Twitter was going fucking nuts. And then the white house came out and was like, yeah, okay. Like they didn't put up a fight. Like the, what's the, the lady's name? Jen Saki was like, yeah, we're really disappointed. Um, the CDC still recommends that we do it though. So whatever, like they said, their whole big nothing, like they said something without saying anything thing that they do. And then like, that's it. Like there's no one, there's no one in the government that's like, we're going to appeal this and, and kick it up. Everyone's just kind of like, okay. Yeah. It was kind of, it was odd. Yeah. Yeah. They just like, let it go. I mean, I'm for it, but it was like, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm 100% behind it. Don't get me how wrong. Do, how, yeah. Like how did, like, how did this go through so easily? No, no one in the government is like, oh no, we're going to appeal this. We're going to take it to the next, the fifth circuit court of appeals or whatever the fuck is next. Nothing, nothing. They were like, we're really disappointed in this. We can't we, believe Florida would do this. Such a thing. Can't believe. And we then like, yeah. no one's like, so are you going to do anything about it? They're like, yeah, we're really disappointed in this. The CDC still recommends that you mask. All right, cool. So are you going to appeal it? Yeah, we're just, we're really upset by the way everything went. It's like, okay, so you don't give a fuck then. <laughs> can't get rid of daylight savings, but we can get rid of the masks in two seconds. Yeah, exactly. 
So we're done. It's officially over. Everything's done. No more masks anywhere. So it's great. I'm going to be on a plane. We were, the two of us are going to be on a plane next Friday. So where are you headed? Uh, Nashville. Uh Oh, we got a bachelor party. I got to get down there. I want to go there so bad. You ever been? No, we, we were planning on it this year. It kind of fell through. Yeah. But we, we want to. Uh, my advice to you as someone who's been there twice, uh, stay in Midtown. And like, you can go to Broadway. Like, it's cool to like go to Broadway to visit. Broad, Broadway you during don't the day. Stay, you don't want to stay. On don't stay, don't stay in Broadway. And then broad, Broadway's a lot better during the day outside of a couple of the live music spots like the at live night, music at night the live music spots amateur. are better than just like because every so every country musician owns a bar down there yeah. and if they're not playing live music they're all the same and it's just fucking amateur hour yeah yeah i went i was there one, the first time i went i was there during a predators um playoff game and that was wild. They shut down Broadway. And at the end of the game, like the, the Bridgestone arena just emptied out and everyone just went nuts. Like it was, it was wild. Um, that was pretty cool. But other than that, like Midtown is a lot lower, like low key. Um, it still has a ton of bars. Like it has, it has all bars, restaurants, has everything you need, but it doesn't have like the, the 21 year old white girls that are like fucking falling all over everything. You know what I mean? So at least like yeah, in my opinion, I, I like Midtown a little bit better, Yeah, but it's a cool spot. It's a quick, quick turnaround. We fly in Friday and then we, we, we fly out Sunday. I don't need any more time there. Yeah. That'll be my third Two full days. There. That's all I need. Yeah. So I think some, I think some of the guys are going to stay till Monday, but I don't, I don't need to stay till Monday. No, I'm good. Like you said too, it's my, it'll be my third time in Nashville. It's like, how much more can I see? And granted like this, like everyone, it's like itinerary for this thing. So it's like, Oh, we have to go at this time in this place. So I'm like, yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Well, like, the itineraries all already changed too. So I mean, I would, once you I get would, day drinking, nothing, nothing. Well, that's, that's what I mean. Is like I was like I, I was gonna fucking officially opt out of the steakhouse dinner on Saturday because I know I'm gonna be fucking drooling on myself, and <laughs> I just don't belong in a place like that. What time? What time's the steak dinner? Because I guarantee you, nobody's going to that. It was like eight, yeah, yeah. seven, eight, something like that. Like legit dinner. Like, Did you guys not, gonna be drunk and sunburnt? You ain't going to that. I'm just like, like I said, as like when you're sitting there, like Barry Badgernath with the fucking box on his head, eating the tomato in one bite, you don't belong in a fucking nice place. So I, I'm, I would be taking my talents elsewhere. Yeah. Yep. Uh, like the gutter. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like the nearest dumpster. Yes. (laughs) AKA kids rock hockey talk. (laughs) You can find me at losers uh, because that's where I, where I fucking belong. (laughs) There's a bar. There's a bar down there. There are two. It's the same bar. They're next to each other, but like one side is called losers and the other side is called winners. So it's like, I will be at losers. (laughs) That's kind of funny. That's funny. 
So uh, that is going to do it for us. Uh, so thank you to mybookie.com. Uh, first of all, over there, go to mybookie.com. Use a promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up. Double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Also, you can use the same promo code SarcasmPod at grillyourassoff.com. Uh, you can go to www.grillyourassoff.com. You don't even have to use the HTTPS for that one because that's probably allowed wherever you are. But if it's not, now you know the little secret. Um, so go to grillyourassoff.com, use the same promo code SarcasmPod. You get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out over there. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at SarcasmSpeaksPod. On Twitter, it's sarcasm underscore speaks uh, when we yell at people and get in Twitter tirades. Uh, Facebook is sarcasm speaks. Website is sarcasmspeaks.com. Uh, don't forget to, you know, like, subscribe, rate, review, thumbs up, all that fun stuff. Tell everybody you know about the show. And until next time, good night. Everybody.